What's up, goons? This is Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, and I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. Hell yeah. You know what I'm about to do, Mike? I'm going to try my first ever tequila soda live on the show. First time ever? I've never had a tequila soda. It's all the rage. People drink this now instead of vodka soda. Because I guess vodka soda makes you a basic bitch. So I have this seltzer water that I poured, and I'm going to put some tequila in it. Is that a Spindrift? Yes. Damn, that's like the fanciest seltzer you can get. Is it really? Yeah, it's got like real fruit juice in it. Oh, man. So this is going to be great. I'm sure I'm going to love it. Because like all, all the kids love this. Are you, you seem like you are you're tep, uh, trepidatious heading into this I, drink. I don't understand why people are drinking this product. It's such a weird thing. Why is it weird? I don't know. When we were younger, remember, people didn't drink tequila because it made you vomit or whatever. Okay, but that's like the difference. Like, you know, in the 80s, guys were taking shots of vodka. You know what I'm saying? Then, like, people were like, yeah, vodka's kind of whack. I don't drink vodka anymore. And then all of a sudden, you mix vodka with soda. And then vodka sodas were a thing for a while. Which which are just Zimas. Yeah. Everybody, it's very strange that Zima is super popular. Zima was considered one of the biggest flops in the history of uh, uh, Amer- the American bev- alcoholic beverage business. It's ahead of its time. It, yeah, if you're too early, you're late. You know what I mean? It's crazy because it just tasted like White Claw. Yeah, but way more sugar. Did it have a lot of sugar? I think it did. Look it up. Um, but so here's my first taste of tequila soda. I don't get it. It's fine, I guess. What I mean, it's tequila, which is delicious, and it's I soda. Think, I don't love tequila. Why don't you like tequila? It's fine. I, I can do a mezcal here and there. I kind of like it in a cocktail when somebody's doing like some fancy shit to it. Like, have you ever had an uh, Infante? Those are very good. I have not. Delicious. It's got like an orgeat almond syrup, some nutmeg over the top, a little lime juice. Delicious. That sounds like a classy, it's like a nice Sunday afternoon beverage. Oof, uh, yeah, I could drink about 40, 50 of those. This, I'm just, it's just, I get it, you don't want to be a basic bitch and drink vodka. So you drink the tequila, soda. But really, you should just drink whiskey, because that's delicious. Yeah, but I don't know. There is something nice about like a, a cool, refreshing beverage with it. I got nothing wrong with a gin and tonic. I prefer, I would rather have a gin and tonic than what I'm drinking right now. Mm. Gin is pretty good for... Yeah, gin and soda then. Go gin and soda with some lime in it. That's going to be the next wave. Gin and, gin and soda? We saw vodka, and then we saw tequila. Mm-hmm. Gin's right around the corner. You think so? Yeah. I feel like people have a disdain for gin, and it's, it's very strange because cocktail bars have never been more popular, and gin is the top thing in a cocktail bar. And then people go, hmm, gin. Didn't really think I liked gin. Five years ago, you would have said the same thing about tequila. Now everybody's on the tequila wave. That's true. I'm telling you, gin's the next thing. Gin and tonics are coming back. Yeah, dude. I love a, a grapefruit Collins. That's a gin beverage. It's very refreshing. That sounds. That sounds like a member of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Yeah, whatever. Grapefruit Collins is. Uh, you know that. That's also. Yeah, that's also my uh, secret gay porn star name, Grapefruit Collins. Um, he was the gay member of the IRA. It was Michael Collins and Grapefruit Collins. I could see you. You could you could have like a whole second career as mm. a uh, adult only fan, like a male 
OnlyFans over 50 guy called Grapefruit Collins. Oh, yeah. Move down to Florida and just start banging swingers. Mm. Yeah, I could do that. That's the wave, dude. By the way, Mike, why is it still St. Patrick's Day? You're the Ireland expert on the show. Never not St. Patrick's Day in your heart. It's it's just, why is it, it's, it's still, for some reason, St. Patrick's Day, even now. I think finally, it's, we're doing this on Monday. I think it's finally not St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to look up how many St. Patrick's Day parades there are this week. I guarantee there's at least one. Gotta be. Well, the Brooklyn St. Patrick's Day parade was yesterday, and uh, I worked a bartending shift right afterwards. And boy, was it a mess in there. On the 25th, the Bayside St. Patrick's oh, Day Oh, your parade. neighborhood. Yeah. Nice. Come through, dude. No. <laughs> you don't want to go to St. Patrick's Day parade in my Again? neighborhood? Again? No. I'm going to have, I'll tell you right now, it's going right to be right around my daughter's birthday every year now. I'm going to make sure she marches in that parade. Every year. Every year. Against the gays. <laughs> yeah. She'll, she'll do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one in Rockville Center, one in Keyport. There's so many. It's just. and There's so many this weekend. There were so many in the weekends leading up to St. Patrick's Day, and then there's weeks more of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the Irish. I've always said this about the Irish. The Irish really want you to uh, uh, appreciate how humble they are. <laughs> they're so humble they throw themselves a parade every year <laughs> where the men wear skirts and those same men then sit around a bar complaining about drag queen story hour true yeah <laughs> uh it's it is i just processed this for the first time ever mm-hmm. that's why we gave march to women because so, everybody's wearing a skirt it's like yo if we're gonna celebrate the irish oh we got oh Let's just two birds, one stone. We'll get the Irish and the women out of the way in the same month. If we're going to celebrate the world's most prolific beaters of women, <laughs> we may as well also celebrate women. Because if this way, if the women get too uppity, the Irish will put them right back in their place. It's, it's honestly... Flawless logic. It's the checks and balances of holidays. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Because, yeah, obviously, typically the check and balance of holidays is... You have Easter, Passover, Christmas, Hanukkah. You know what I mean? Typically, that's your checks and balances for holidays. But this is perfect. Just like um, what's, in, uh, what's in February? Black History Month. And then also? President's Day. There's only been one black president. So that worked until 12 years ago. It's there, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. January is Martin Luther King Day. Okay. I'm trying to think what else. New Year's. Yeah. You know who didn't have a new year? Martin Luther King after he got shot in the head. It's true. It yeah. is ironic. Yeah. There is there is a is a vast checks and balances to every holiday. I'm sure there's more. Right? The fourth of is it is the fourth of July Memorial Day very close? Yeah. So uh, so right after we celebrate uh, uh uh people who died in a war, we blow things up for fun. <laughs> yeah, that is within six weeks of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close. It's not in the same month technically, but it's close. Yeah, it is. It is. That's fair for checks and balances. Uh, I was thinking Halloween has All Saints Day the next day. Mardi Gras has Lent. Well, Mardi Gras is a direct response to 40 days of Lent is 30 days of Mardi Gras leads to 40 days of Lent, which is fucking hilarious if you think about it because that's how fucking cool new orleans is as a town they were like ah we won't do a full 40 but we're gonna do a hard 30 (laughs) i guarantee you ain't gonna want to eat no meat during lent 
Because you're going to be hungover for 40. <laughs> you can just go and drink water. <laughs> it's going to be like you in the desert with Jesus. <laughs> Dude, that is sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty badass that the city of New Orleans was like, all right, all right, Christians. <laughs> we see what you've tried to do here. We think we could beat your 40 in 30. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, do you think that's it? Or is it like God actually is saying the conversion rate is like, I mean, actually sinning, not even that bad. It's true. It's like 1.2. I don't know if they still do it, but you know, the last day of Mardi Gras, they like kick everyone off the streets. And it's like, uh, I think it's the only day there's a last call in New Orleans. Um, it's their uneasy truce with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's this weird thing, but you know, like all the crazy Jesus freaks, because they're all down there during Mardi Gras, and they all have like signs and shit, like repent, and then they follow the cops down the street and scream at everybody that's hammered on the last day of Mardi Gras. That's some bitch shit, dude. dude they're so fucking gay. That's some bitch shit. Like, yo, if you actually believe that shit, go out there and have that conversation. At four in the morning, when there is no last oh, no, call, but they also that last weekend of Mardi Gras, they really you got to be careful. They will try to get you into a conversation about Jesus. <laughs> you really like if you just did a bump and walk out of a bar, and some guy goes, "Hey man, where you from?" Just keep going, because <laughs> that's a Jesus guy. I don't care if he's Puerto Rican and wearing a Yankee hat. <laughs> that guy's lying. He's not that guy. That guy's undercover. Yeah, that guy bought those Tims to <laughs> fool you. I I know I sound like I'm speaking from personal experience. That's because I am. <laughs> How far down the rabbit hole did you go? We were talking for a little while. <laughs> I just I just like because he just like kind of got at me. He had a good. He got he had some youth pastor vibes, and I was like, where the hell is Stanley? <laughs> Why is he still? I didn't have to shit after I did that coke. Where is Stanley? <laughs> By the time he gets out there, it's like, hey, man, this guy's got some pretty cool ideas. <sighs> apparently, we've got to repent or something. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. You get to go to this. Apparently, if you do this one thing, you get into the coolest party in Mardi Gras. <laughs> Heaven. <laughs> Damn, dude. But yeah, so that's old business. Do we have any other old business, Mike? Do you have any old business for the show? Uh, actually... Actually, really, it seems like you have some old business. I cut oh, goddamn! Hands and break my back, dragging this bag of stones. Makes no sense. It's so long. Down beneath the ground with the dust and rattle and All right, Mike. It seems like you have some sort of bone to pick with me. <laughs> I would say so. I thought we were vibing, having a good show. Honestly, it's been very smooth so far, okay. but. I did want to bring this to your attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> you brought uh, you brought me to somebody else's attention. I don't know what you mean. Watch this video. Mm-hmm. What's up, Buttfuck Nation? It's your boy, Louis Shea Gomez. <laughs> Good one. Pete Rattlesnake, uh, Mike Harrington is not doing his job. Why would happen? Chris Vega asked us to tell you that. Okay, well, I believe that. I, I do believe that Harrington is not doing his job. Notice he didn't say. Story. <laughs> notice, notice. Immediately, it seems like he knew you weren't doing your job, Mike. I wouldn't say that. That's your boss. No, he was saying that he believes his friend Chris Vega mm. wouldn't have a fan hit him up to tell him a lie. 
seems like look look so uh, you know we, i get on this show and i get on high society radio every week and i say if mike's not doing his job i need you to go uh tell bobby hutch <laughs> Louis j gomez ralph sutton and michael bisbing oh you're forgetting someone and alex go tell alex no who? come on now have have some mercy have some decency uh jesus the new executive producer of gas digital i don't know who that is frank Oh, is Frank the new executive producer of Gas Digital? He's he's up there. He's on the executive team. Really? Yeah, dude. But Frank already knows you're not doing your job. Frank's right on the couch, right out there. In he's probably mad that this show's not on in the lounge. I, I know he requests for it to be on in the lounge while he's working. Yeah, I purposely turned it off in the lounge because I knew we were getting to this segment. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you're being rude. I'm being rude. Yeah. It sounds like you're not doing your job. Why? It sounds like I... somebody should tweet Frank. At the wrong Frank <laughs> on Twitter and let him know. Oh, man. He I, appreciates that sort of thing. He likes when he gets some acknowledgement around here. It is true. Please tweet Frank and just be like, hey, man, hope you're having a good day. Congrats on the promotion. Also, yeah, do that. Frank, you're Con- killing it. Congratulate Frank on the promotion. But also, as he's now Mike's boss, if you find that Mike is not doing his job. If you do, which you will not, because have I not been killing it lately? You know, we're 10 minutes into the show. You're doing a great job. Ooh. You've already attacked me personally, but yeah. the, 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 that's neither here nor there. I didn't attack you personally. I mean, you didn't even show up to your own show on Saturday, but that's not that's not, not the point. <laughs> I was there. On Zoom. Yeah. That does not count anymore. Chris. Did you have COVID? No. I have a pregnant wife. Oh, a pregnant wife. You know how mad she is that I'm here doing this? What do you mean? You had to come in and do your karate show also. I could have done the whole day from home. All right, I, I guess. needed the day out of the house. Thank you, Chris. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. That's right. You need to take back that bone to pick and thank me for getting you out of your house. Yeah, but and uh, if you I... want Mike to show thanks to me, and you think he should, you should tweet Frank. No. Yes. Louis J. Gomez. No. Michael Bisbing. Please do not do that. <laughs> Genuinely, don't do that. Uh, 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 uh. Bobby Hutch and Ralph Sutton. I tell them. You know, Harrington's not grateful enough for Chris Vega. That's what you should tell them. No, you should tell uh, Bobby and Ralph that Mike Harrington is doing a great job on Chris Vega's shows. If you think I'm not doing a good job, let me know. I mean, do you have a notary license yet? You got till Thursday. And I said I would pay for it. I could bang this out tomorrow. Do you think you can? I think I can. Why not? I'll tell you what. If you bang it out... By tomorrow, now I will not only pay for the notary course, I will give you $20 towards a ludicrous parlay <laughs> for the weekend. But it has to be lo- cross-sport. Okay. Yes. There you go. Okay. All right. Seems like we're in a good place. Now, <clears throat> moving on. Mike. Donald Trump is going to jail probably shortly after we record this. It said Tuesday. I heard Tuesday. See, he was planning on buying NBC on Wednesday, and they had to get him. So is now that, he's going to jail. Is that the case? Yeah, he was going to, yeah. He had the bid put in and everything? Yeah, well, you know what it is? Cosby spent all that money on lawyers, so he couldn't do it anymore. So now him and Trump had to team up. Grab NBC by the pussy, if you will. A Bill Cosby Trump sli- run can, NBC. You can get a if you can get NBC real sleepy with some pills, <laughs> and then have Trump come in with the claw. <laughs> really hold that shit down. The remake of Thirty Rock they would do. 
would be incredible. <sighs> Honestly, I just want them to remake 30 Rock with Trump in the Alec Baldwin position and then just <laughs> Bill Cosby as twofer. <laughs> Not even Tracy Jordan. <laughs> I mean, yo, that's honestly a lot to ask Bill Cosby to do at his age. To just chill in the writer's room, hit like two one-liners an episode? Cosby could do that. Yeah, I think so. I, I think he can do it. Honestly, this sounds like not the worst show. I mean, it sounds pretty, pretty good. What else is Judah Friedland doing? We can get him back. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, he's not doing anything. Get a couple dude. legacy characters back. Yeah, you get him back, and I think you just replace uh, Tina Fey with Sarah Palin. I think they're interchangeable now. Or Lisa Ann. Works any way we, we slice this here. Hmm. Lisa Ann would be sick, but I feel like if it's Cosby and Trump in charge of it, they're going to be, yeah, you probably going to be like Eva Longoria. Oh, yeah. They're just going to find some like hot, big titty girl a little bit past her prime. Just, yeah, very slightly. Yeah. Sophia Vergara. Sure. She's she got to be in her late 40s now. Still, I mean, still smoking hot. Sophia Vergara would be good for the uh, uh, Jenna character. Oh yeah, okay. Like, cause and then it would also be she'd be Latina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this would be this is great. This is fantastic. But so they're saying Donald Trump is going to be arrested because of the thing Michael Cohen went to prison for. That's what he's. Do you know about this at all? The bribing Stormy Daniels. Yes, which he did not do. Michael Cohen did. Okay. He gave Michael Cohen the money to bribe Stormy Daniels. Okay. And supposedly, I think. What? Hold on. Why is it illegal to bribe someone? That's what we're going to find out. So apparently there's a new statute. So apparently he used his personal money, but there's a new statute in New York that's never been tested. So this has never been enforced before. But if you can tell that you've paid somebody off to keep them from telling a, a secret to affect an election, you can be tried under state law in New York. It's not a federal crime. Um... It's a state crime, but also they have to prove that his only motivation or his chief motivation for fuck for bribing Stormy Daniels is the campaign and not any other reason why he would want people to not. Because, first of all, it clearly helped his campaign <laughs> when he was like, she's washed up. I didn't want you to know. <laughs> so like that's out there he can like make uh, to me he can make the argument like look even in her prime she's not hotter than melania i don't want her to feel i don't want my wife to feel bad about herself thinking i fucked this ugly broad while i was fucking her you and like cause you can even say we they we knew they were getting divorced when this infidelity came out right odds are his wife knows he's cheating yeah and it's not really che- i'm sure they have some sort of uh agreement on this sort of thing. Right. You know, as like wealthy guys often do with their essential I mean, Melania Third Trump wife. is essentially a trophy wife. It's not like she's you know, it's not like it's not like Michelle Obama who was like on the come up with Barry in these streets in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like they were working together. Bill and Hillary Hillary Clinton went to law school together. Melania Trump is a model that Donald Trump was fucking and then married. Yeah, yeah. He imported her. Yeah. Exactly. It's dude, if it's your third wife there's concessions, unless that the only exception would be. Uh, do you watch Succession? No. Okay. It's mad good. Okay. I'm not gonna watch Billions that doesn't have Dan Soder in it, but okay. Ah, you make a good point. Um, but there is like, a, there's one marriage in there where it's like a woman of like 
you know, like uh, George Clooney, I'm sure, doesn't have that deal with his fucking... Dude, you know the craziest, the reverse lawyer of it. genius wife. You know the craziest one was the reverse of it. Which one? Um, oh, Megan Fox had that. With Ian Ziering. Who? I think that's who she was with, Ian Ziering from 90210. No, Brian... Brian Austin Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian yeah, Ziering's yeah. the other guy. Yeah. So, yeah, where she... He only wanted to be... She's so hot that he was like, I'm good. And she was like, I need all the dick. And now she fucks a bird. <laughs> Not anymore. She stopped fucking Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, she broke up with oh, him. Oh, man, I had to break up with my chick. <laughs> she, uh... Sorry, babe. Megan Fox is single again. <laughs> Wait, you're going you're gonna to break up just on the chance? Yeah. I, I mean, if you, if, you, if, you, if you listen to my girlfriend, she would think I could fuck Megan Fox if I was just in a room with her. And I'm going to go with what she says. You know, your girl does know best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very smart. If you, uh, yeah, and like that does kind of Columbus, like burn the ships. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you break up to get Megan Fox, you go and get Megan Fox. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like you can't, you can't have a backup plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I need to, I need to go get Megan Fox. It's just the only way. (laughs) And I'm going to tell her, I'm going to be like, I can fuck other chicks, but you can't fuck any other dudes. You've had enough of this. (laughs) I ain't no bitch like Brian Austin Green. That's probably, honestly... What was his rap song? <laughs> I don't know. He had a rap song. We gotta get back to this Trump thing in a minute, but... <laughs> this is just a weird... segue off. Uh, you send me? It's gotta be terrible. It's gotta be like, yeah, I like getting cooked. Watching my girl get fucked. You see a man... Oh, wait. ...could only do so much. Yuck. Lifetime that I just wasted, the thought was pasted across my mind from something that I tasted. Like the honey, it's kind of funny. The show All right, you can turn this the- off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it's like TLC without the talent. <laughs> oh. oh, so yeah, this Donald Trump thing. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they're just like, yeah, man, he might just like end up, he wants to have the photo op in prison. Because he's, like, telling people to go out and protest. Is he? Yeah, that was his first thing he did was he got to, he, he truthed out on Truth Social. You should all go protest if they arrest your favorite president. And pro- I, I didn't read it, but in parentheses, I'm sure he wrote me. Dog, if he, if he had balls and was, like, yo, fucking. Storm the Capitol. Fucking NDA. If he was just, like, or whatever that thing is called, like, non-compete. If he sent out one tweet that was like storm the Capitol, <laughs> yeah. if it just said don't storm the Capitol, but anything around the Capitol, storm the courthouse, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, if he told if he told everyone to just joker out and fucking come as a mob and storm the courthouse <laughs> to joker out, that is a great way to describe that. <laughs> um, but I don't even think you're gonna you're not gonna get the photo op. Because the state of New York doesn't want to help him at all. Like, even though this DA is like, they want to be like, we got Donald Trump to, like, appease the base here in New York. Like, the the, the donor class in New York, not really the base, because the base in New York is like, hey, uh, there's literal poop on the streets everywhere. Can you please fix that? We also don't need to rename any bridges. It's very expensive. And uh, our children are all stupid. Um. But the donor class here in New York is going to jerk off all over 
this fucking arrest if it happens. But they don't want Trump to have the, see what they did, it's a persecution against me. They just don't want him having that. So I feel like there's no way he's going to be, first of all, somebody was talking to me, I was was like, you think a former president of the United States is going to go through the fucking tombs in Manhattan? (laughs) Because it's a state case. He's going to get processed. I was like, I've been in bookings with one Orthodox, with one Hasidic Jew ever. And then a Hasidic Jew in an NYPD fucking bulletproof vest just came and grabbed him. He was in the cell for about five fucking minutes. Regular Jews don't have to sit in these cells. We think the fucking president's going to do it? He doesn't have a special interest group? The Secret Service is in the same suits as all those Hasids. Do you think the Secret Service has Your to Your piece go- is just a fucking yarmulke on the side. Do you think the Secret Service has to get locked up with him? I, they have to, right? They can't not they leave They can't him. leave the president. But then they also side. can't just give their guns. The, you know, the Secret Service is going to be in the tombs with guns and dudes sh- like being like, <laughs> yo, you got Newport? <laughs> it's not going to happen. They don't, By the way, that guy was white. Nobody's smoking Newports in the tombs. Dude, I was in fucking Brooklyn Central Bookings and they let a guy smoke one cigarette because he was there for mad long. And then he lit a fucking joint. No. Like a fucking idiot. What an asshole. He lit a joint, and the, the cop grabbed his... He's about to go off shift. He goes, asshole, I was doing you a fucking favor. <laughs> and he grabbed his file, throws it in the freezer, slams the door. Like, they have their own, like, fridge. He goes, you're on ice, kid. <laughs> and just walks away. <laughs> So he was not getting out until that guy got back. The next day, he got nice. sent back another twelve fucking hours because of that. Because apparently something happened where the precinct didn't send over his paperwork, and he was there. He had been there. I was there. I think it was Sunday night. He had been there since Friday afternoon. Yeah, dude. And they felt bad for him. And he was like, he was like, I. He's like, I, I'm in pain. I need a cigarette. Like, and they gave him a cigarette, and he lit a fucking joint. That he had had in his fucking shoe with the lit cigarette. And I was just sitting there going, what a fucking asshole. Yeah, but at the same time. Do you really need to impress a bunch of strangers in jail? They're not going to be like you. Like, even if you're staying in prison, you're not going to be with the guys in that room when you get to the next room. You still have to impress the guys you finally end up in a room with. When you have your new outfit and you match an outfit, it's like a bunch of queers out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. It's just not worth it. Yeah. And I don't think Trump, you, I just, I don't see Trump going through books. Also, he doesn't live in New York, which means he has to be fucking extradited from Florida <laughs> by Ron DeSantis. Oh, shit. <laughs> which is, Wild. Dude, it's some real fucking... I swear to God, Trump is the most Game of Thrones fucking president, dude. I've said this before. You've heard me say this before. He had the wall. He's trying to fuck his daughter. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, it, it's... But it's just like, now he's fucking... Now he's got... His enemy has to fucking extradite him. But also, he can't because that would fucking kill him with the base if he actually wants to run against him. Like, then it looks like you're fucking cucking because they're already, like, all these, like, Republican news outlets. I don't even know much about this DA, but they're like, he's a Soros agent. And I'm sure, you know, the guy had to run for fucking office. 
And again, like I said, the donor class in New York is very wealthy liberals. That it probably includes one of the many George Soros companies that operate out of New York City. I'll tell you this. I knew a girl who worked for George Soros, and they had like this thing where they would get uh, bicycles, inexpensive, because you could, uh, for the exercise for the employees. And I got a pretty sweet Soros rally road bike out of it. I don't think I'm compromised by George Soros. I feel like you've been in the back for Soros. He's Dude, he's got his finger in every pie. So does all of these billionaires, all county, of them. County committeeman is is not off of his bribery list. I mean, look, I look. That's the thing. I did remember that he gave me a bicycle <laughs> for half price seventeen years ago. So that's why. That's how I vote for every county committee meeting that I go to now. Um, but it's just also. Can we just throw this out there? I was thinking about this. So now if. So basically, I was thinking for a while, I was like, I think Trump is off his game, right? Because his uh, uh, his nickname for Ron DeSantis was Ron D. Sanctimonious, which sounds like he's not sanctimonious, but he's trying to call him sanctimonious, right? But if he is sanctimonious, then he has to obey the law and send Trump to New York. So it's like, I was like, that's a kind of a shitty name, D. Sanctimonious. I don't like it. It's not as good as Sleepy Joe or Lion Ted. You're not beating Lion Ted. Crooked Hillary. That bitch walks with a limp now. That <laughs> like, he made her crooked. Yeah, dude. He fucking put that bitch in a crooked house. and She had a fucking cro- crooked outfit. What the fuck? How was that nursery rhyme? The man I, in the crooked house? I, I All right. Uh, she's drinking Crooked Eye. Iced teas. Uh, there was a crooked man, and he walked a crooked mile. He found a crooked sixpence against a crooked style. He bought a crooked cat, uh, which caught a crooked mouth. Crooked cat. Adults. The Clintons had a cat named Socks. That is fact. Got correct. it. It's all connected. It's all connected. Um, fucking. But, yeah, I just. It's not happening. He's not. He's clearly not getting arrested in in Florida. On Tuesday. It's Monday at 1045 as we record this. He has not been arrested. I thought he was supposed to get arrested today. It was supposed to be tomorrow. He said He said the other day, he goes, these lazy cops are taking off the day after St. Patrick's weekend. They're all hungover. <laughs> they can't do it. Is that a quote? It's a direct quote. Nice. That's why he sounded so much like Trump there. Direct quote. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, he's done for. Or not at all. You know, like all those other times that. Now he is saying he's done for, which is fucking hilarious. Because now he is going to look like an asshole. It's like this weird thing. Like all these times that everybody said he was somebody, uh, somebody did a list and screenshotted all of the times that Rob Reiner tweeted that Trump was done. (laughs) And it was like dozens of tweets from Rob Reiner just being like, he's done now. And he was, he was fine. He's always been fine. He's always been fine. So this time now, he's going to look as stupid and fat as Rob Reiner. Do you think, though? Or is he going to be one of those things where it's like he's he's able to then take this into the Republican debates and be like, uh, Ron is a cuck he's, he's for like, Biden. He's, he's, like, he's, he's like, wasting look, taxpayer dollars. Well, that's if. So DeSantis is going to say that the indictment doesn't 
apply because it's not a just law. It's going to create a whole fucking thing. DeSantis is going to have Trump's... Yo, DeSantis has Trump's back and just cucks Trump and is like, you're only safe because of me, bitch. I'm the only reason you're not in jail. Mm. Ooh, that'd be tight, dude. If DeSantis puts up his dukes, I'll vote for him. Fight the government. Are you dude. a registered Republican? Uh, no. I'm independent. I can vote neither. That's not how that works. I've never voted in a primary. Obviously not. <laughs> you're not allowed if you're a registered independent. I always thought that meant you could vote either. Then fuck it. I'm Why? registering as a Republican. Why? Because I genuinely don't care about I've never I have never in my life liked a Democratic candidate. I have liked a couple Republican candidates. Name three. You didn't like first run Obama. You seem like a first first time he ran Obama guy. Yeah. I, I, that's my one. And I like. Yeah, I guess. Vermin Supreme ran as a Democrat many times. Did he? Yeah. He ju- he switched to libertarian. I think two elections ago. I don't know. I like Bernie. I like Tulsi. Democrat. She ran as a Democrat. Did she never she? Ra- she never ran as a Republican. She never ran as an independent. Damn. Yeah. I guess I should register as a Democrat then. Well, I mean, I'm sure you like Republicans too. I don't know, dude. I kind of want to vote for yo. DeSantis fights the government. I'll change, dude. I'll fucking. You can't it. fight the government as the government. Sure you can. I don't He's think so. little government. He's fighting big government. Mm. Maybe. Either way. The smaller, like, you always got to root for the underdog. Either way, this may look real dumb when this when this episode comes out tomorrow and everything I said is not true. But if Trump and Bill Cosby don't buy NBC, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> Moving on. We also have to talk about uh, 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 some more Ron DeSantis stuff. Uh, because, Mike, you're obsessed with trans stuff. Am I? Obsessed. Oh. Constantly talking about it. Okay. Every week we have to talk about a trans thing because you're fucking worried about trans people and corrupting the children now that you're going to be a father. You're registering as a Republican because you're scared of trans things. We had to, we got, you got fooled by a video that clearly wasn't a trans <laughs> video last week. You're very upset. You're very upset about Drag Queen Story Hour. Honestly, I think the whole thing is kind of gay. Yeah, it is. Like, the whole thing is gay in both the literal sense of uh, blowing a man with a birthing penis and the figurative sense that we used to use it when we were kids of calling things lame. And lame is ableist, which is also a gay thing to call a thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it it all checks out. So now this comes in on the heels of this. So... Now, every fucking, because of the fucking, and we've said on the show that there are absolutely, is a conversation to be had around what they call family-friendly drag shows and some of them being a little over the top, right? Yes. Okay. Um, So, uh, DeSantis, fucking, this guy put out, he sent some agents to an Orlando drag show to see if they were doing lewd things. So now this is just a regular drag show. This is not a drag show with kids. They're trying to outlaw drag shows in places, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's trash. Um, Drag shows are perfectly fine for adults. But so now he's doing this. He sends kids to... He sends agents. They found nothing. And they're still trying to take this business's liquor license. That's pretty desanctimonious. That's pretty trash, dude. Dude, how shitty is that? Like, the agents were like, there were some skimpy outfits, but I didn't see any dick and balls. 
They didn't use say dick and balls. They said nobody pulled out their genitalia. Or even like replica genitalia. Seems fine. Again, I've never seen a drag show. I've seen Tu Wong Fu. Um, it's fine. Like, it's, I, I don't, who the fuck cares? Like, it, they found nothing. And this is a thing now. They're like literally going after actual drag shows now. And you can literally, I could see you doing a city ordinance where you go, hey, we've given out a bunch of fucking uh, permits for pride events. We don't want children being involved, like having any sexually explicit content. If we are sent videos and get complaints from residents that this is going on, we will revoke, start revoking permits for events. I think that's perfectly fair. But sending fucking, essentially, SLA agents into fucking, even if those guys were pulling their dicks out, as long as it's 18 plus to get into that fucking show, who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, they really have no business. Yeah. I might pull my dick out right now. Yeah. For all you know, it is out. I'm under, it's under the tape. Chris, please put your dick away. Okay. Please. Damn. Moving on. We got to talk about our friends over at YoDelta.com. YoDelta is the home of high-quality Delta 8 vapes and gummies. Now, in Florida, I believe traditional THC is still illegal. Correct, Michael? Believe so. Let me. I think there's medical that is legal, but you can't just get THC. But I would bet. I would venture to bet that Delta Eight THC is legal. You can get high quality vapes and gummies at YoDelta.com, and if you use the promo code GAS, we will give you twenty five percent off of your order. Now, here's the thing: you go up to some desanctimonious cop down there that might be raiding a fucking drag show, and you just fucking blow Delta Eight vape in their face. Maybe they mellow out a little bit. And then they go, you know what? Let that guy pull his cock out. I'm not even going to say anything about it. I'm going to look the other way. Actually, I'm going to look right at that cock. It's kind of hypnotic. How is it moving with his nipple tassels in perfect unison? It's crazy. I would think his waist would act like the equator, and they'd spin in different directions like the Coriolis effect. That's how high you will get from the high-quality Delta 8 vapes and gummies that they sell at YoDelta.com. YoDelta.com is the gas digital home of Delta 8 THC. So you go to YoDelta.com, use the promo code GAS, you will get 25% off your order. That's YoDelta.com. The promo code is GAS for 25% off your order. Moving on. All right, so this is a whole thing, Mike. Uh, uh, We've been largely covering... The Scott Adams story, right? Scott Adams said some things that were uh, seen as racist. Uh, we, he then deleted them, said they weren't racist on a bunch of black conservative podcasts. Then we watched the video and we were like, I guess you have a point, but it still seems kind of racist to make the point. But really the biggest tragedy in the whole thing is that Scott Adams made Dilbert, and Dilbert is not a good comic strip. Like, it is worse than all of the racist things he has said. Now, can you please pull up any Dilbert cartoon you can find? 
any Dilbert cartoon. Does it? it oh, yeah. A three panel. I want a daily Dilbert strip, not a Sunday strip. It's too many panels. Just his, his the nuts and bolts of the operation. Any three panel. This is a parody of Dilbert. Is it okay. done by the guy who does Get Fuzzy? Clearly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what is and isn't satire anymore mm-hmm. in this world. Okay, here we go. We have a three-panel Dilbert. Now, Dilbert was uh, uh, in thousands of newspapers that no longer carry it. Now, I assume it must be hilarious. Now, let's check. At Google, we're encouraged to spend 20% of our time developing our own ideas. How many hours per week do you work? About 60. It sounds better when you don't do the math. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Maybe we're missing something here. Pull back up. At Google, we're encouraged to spend 20% of our time developing our own ideas. And then Dilbert says, I guess they're talking to a Google executive, and then Dilbert says... How many hours per week do you work? And then the Google guy says, about 60. And then Wally, Dilbert's coworker, says, it sounds better when you don't do the math. What's 20% of 60? Uh, 6? 12? 12. Hmm. 12 hours a week. And what are they? I don't even remember the setup. Developing their own ideas. (sighs) And nothing of value was lost. Now, what has come out recently is that um, our favorite bird brain, the writer of uh, 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 White Fragility, which I was tricked into reading because I thought it was a book about Olympic gymnasts. And then I realized that it said fragility and not white agility. Get it, Mike? You thought you were going to have ups? Yeah, I thought it was oh, white agility. Yeah, you were just going to be yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the quickest, the, the, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runner. It seems like I could probably write a newspaper strip and be syndicated in thousands of newspapers with wit like that. Some real... A1 Dilbert material. But so, uh, our favorite bird brain that we hate also on this show, because we hate everybody equally. Robin D'Angelo. What? Oh, wait. Well, oh, yeah. We should probably also, for, for a palate cleanse, before we get to this Robin D'Angelo thing, bring up today's Get Fuzzy. <laughs> I'm already excited. Look at this. Last week, we had some B characters. This week, we got, okay, we got Satchel. Satchel. Would you like to hear my new poem? Yeah, I'd love to. Ahem. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Daffodils are yellow. <laughs> Snowdrops are white. Poppies are orange. Da- you see, tulips are pink. Tulips are purple. Tulip. See, he's naming all the flowers and their colors. And there's the added level of the whole tulip thing that happened, it was like the first uh, Beanie Babies craze kind of deal. 
It's the extra thing. You see, this is brilliant satire. Look at Satchel's fucking funny face. It's great. This doesn't even have Bucky in it. I'm laughing. It's great. Look at him. His little eyes reading yeah, his poem. He's adorable. He's very proud of this. He wrote, first of all, the fact that a dog can write <laughs> is pretty good. <laughs> just in general, it's just so much better. Listen, that dog is going to be so much better at writing than my kid for at least four years. Oh, for sure. Sir. <laughs> all right. Now, back to the Robin D'Angelo thing. So, Robin D'Angelo, you sent me a tweet that somebody clipped of her saying something similar to what Scott Adams had said. So, now, can we watch that? And then, I'm a big believer in affinity space and affinity work. And I think people of color need to get away from white people (laughs) and and have some community um, with each other. And I'll, I'll let that go and maybe see if anyone else wants to pick it up. Right. And I'm a big believer yeah, in let's affinity watch this again. Let's watch this again. And affinity work. And I think people of color need to get away from white people <laughs> and, Pause and it. have some community. Pause it. That little <laughs> annoyed me so much. So, so much, Mike. And also, you see how these black ladies seem that like they don't really like her? I like that part of this video. Yeah, they all look like, man, She, I would not want to be in her house. It don't smell good. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee none of those books behind her have seasoning on them. <laughs> That's what all of those women are thinking. Now, so we watch that. To refresh me, what did Scott Adams say? So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. Pause this. And I would... Now, don't you think Scott Adams, as a racist, should know that Poles are stupid? Poles being people from Poland. That would be his... That should be his default position. Yeah. Mm, let's watch the rest. Overlook that one. Say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. Okay. So, it does seem like they're saying the exact same thing. Right? Yes, word for word. It seems like perhaps... The Robin D'Angelo thing may have been taken out of context and saying that there should be people of color should be able to have their own spaces at times because they have to live in the white man's world. And maybe they should be similar to a squirrel. Just look for a, a, a slut with a big butt to get a nut. Who said that? Uh, I think it was the uh, I think it was a, a powerful black philosopher. Hmm. 50th law of power. Um, <clears throat> so, they did. it is essentially the same thing. And a lot of people made that comparison at the time. Um, I, I kind of make the argument, like, I am no fan of Robin D'Angelo. I think she's a hack. Now, that's, that is actually the Venn diagram of this, is that they are both probably racist hacks. Right? 
Yes, for certain. Like, certainly they are both bigoted hacks. Anybody who's making that Dilbert strip, kind of a hack. Yeah, and we know she's a hack. I read that stupid book. It's very bad. There's not one backflip in it. It's not about agility at all. Um. So, the two, I, I just, look, I... I actually set up an interview. We have Robin D'Angelo on the line. Um, now, uh, 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 I'm going to ask her some questions. Can you can you bring her in? All right, all right. Yes, thank you for doing the show, Miss D'Angelo. Uh, 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 I wanted to ask you uh, why you thought it was okay uh, 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 to to say that black people should segregate from white people. You seem to just be squawking angrily at me. I'm just trying to get your message out, miss. Now, why again do you think what you said is different than what the guy who made that stupid comic strip Dilbert said? <laughs> All right, I might have to fry this bird and serve her in a bucket. That sounds delicious. Yeah, bu- a bucket. What, what comes in buckets, typically, birds? Um, uh, kangaroo meat. Does can I think mostly chicken? Yeah, 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 definitely chicken. Oh my god! All right, now we got the race horse involved. I can't have two different animals arguing with each other on the show. That's crazy. What is this? A presidential election? <laughs> Moving on. All right, the last thing we're talking about on the show today is uh, 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 we're going to talk about uh, child labor. Yay! Now, Mike, when are you getting your daughter her first job? Um, probably for her seventh birthday. Seven? Yeah. She seems a little long in the tooth. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe a lemonade stand at five. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. Lemonade stand. Because she, she's a girl, maybe shoveling snow might be a little much. Yeah. Right? I was shoveling snow probably when I was like seven, seven. Yeah. Really? Yeah, seven, I, eight. I didn't start until I was like 10 or 11. So here's what happened. is Somebody rang our bell and tried to uh, uh, shovel our snow and wanted, and this is going back 30 years, and wanted uh, $20. And that sounded insane to me at the time. And I was like, my allowance was $5. And I was like, I bet I can give people to give me $5 to shovel their snow. And I had to do a whole week's worth of chores. I bet I could shovel somebody's stairs, walk, and driveway in like an hour. Even at that age. I was like, I could do that in an hour. That's $5. At the time, the minimum wage was $5. But I didn't know that. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go do this. And I just took a shovel. And I was like, you're going to shovel our snow? I was like, you got five bucks? And she was like, no. I was like, well, go to the back of the line. Maybe when I'm done doing this. <laughs> I got my own money now, lady. <laughs> Never mind the fact that when I got back, she charged me $20 for shovel rental. That's beside the point. But I think kids should have jobs. So apparently, there's been a massive spike in the amount of uh, child labor violations, uh, including in factories. Uh, 668 in hazardous conditions. There were 
3,876 children working in breach of labor rules in the 2022 fiscal year. Now, I would also venture to guess that nine, like there is a significant amount of human beings. See, that's what they leave out of this sort of thing. How many people are in violation of labor conditions? Most jobs are in violation of some sort of labor condition, just in general. Yeah. Particularly like small mom and pop shops that aren't like large companies with compliance officers, like every restaurant everyone's ever eaten in gets a violation that they have to then pay down a fine and go argue for in court so that they can keep their A rating in New York City. Like every single restaurant, like you are getting a ticket when they come in. There's no way to not get a minimum. There is no one that gets zero fines when the health department comes in. No one. Interesting. It it is like, you can argue it down. Maybe you'll get away with like 500 bucks. If If you're immaculately clean and then go and argue with them, they will knock it down and you will still have an A and you'll be fine. Um, but the, the idea that, first of all, what was the first like actual job you had, Mike? Uh, working the, uh, um, stock room at a uh, curtain store. How old were you? Like 12, maybe. Yeah. Which, and how much money did you make an hour? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I think maybe $10 an hour. That's fucking great. Yeah. I mean, at the, at 12, Ten dollars an hour? I mean, what was that? Nineteen seventy-five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money in nineteen seventy-five, Mike. Yeah, Sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my first job—I was about that age. You know, it was in the nineties, but I was getting um, three dollars an hour, which was under the minimum wage. The minimum wage was five dollars an hour, and I was—and I remember I was embarrassed, and I didn't want to tell my cousin, who whose parents had more money than mine, and then. He was like, you make that much money? That's awesome. Because just having $50 when you're 12, you know what I mean? Like, I'd work, like, an hour or two after school and a couple hours on Saturday. And I'd make some tips. And I'd end up with, like, 40 or 50 bucks by the end of the week. $50 when you're that age is an insane amount of money. It is. It like, is mind-blowing money. Dude, yeah. I remember caddying when I was, like... I always wanted to get... I always would hear tale. Of the amount of money kids would make caddying. And I had no way of getting to a golf course. Oh, man, dude. I had like four golf courses within walking distance of me. And it was like, you get 60 bucks for a single bag. You get a full-on C-note. Carry two bags the whole way. Jesus. Dog. And you probably had fucking, like, diesel traps. Yeah. Getting tipped and getting beers. Oh, and you were drinking beers? I mean, every now and then, if you got, like, if the member was cool. Your first DUI was a golf cart, wasn't it, Mike? <laughs> no. If he, if you were, if you could actually, like, talk to the guy and, like, knew anything about golf to be like, do this, that, the other, mm-hmm. toss you a beer at the at the turn. For a 14-year-old? That's fucking, yeah, that's fantastic. Three beers over the course of a day, and you're nice by, like, 5 p.m. By 14, I was fucking washing dishes in my dad's restaurant for almost no money. <laughs> it's sucked like on the rare occasion i got to do coat check i was like yes thank god because i was making tips and shit um but so now that so there was this law where they're fucking rolling this back and they like so 
a couple of states are rolling it back, so 16 to 17-year-olds. So the amount of kids working with after-school jobs has greatly decreased as mom and pop shops have gone out of business, and a lot of them have been replaced with things like Walmart. So it's like you can't – you can get. I don't even know if a working paper still a thing. I remember being like 13 and going in, and you had to get permission from your parents – and then you would get these things called working papers, and you could work, and you could work. I was working before I had them. I was giving out flyers for, like, an auto body shop in the neighborhood once a month, and, like, I would do shit like that. I would, like, pack bags for tips at, like, Pathmark and shit because I was poor and needed money. I remember, yeah, I remember, I think, like... I've told a story on this show where I used to go by where the fucking homeless people were d- returning deposit bottles, and I would take the caps of all the deposit bottles, and some of them would win sodas, and then I would sell the sodas... Damn. Yeah. False. Uh, yeah, kids need money. How else are we going to get weed? I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Super Nintendo games? Super Genesis, yeah. Super Nintendo, Genesis, just cards. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I need cards. Or Pogs at the time. You know how many Pogs you can get for $40? <laughs> Dude, I had so many fucking, it was crazy the amount you of Pogs. You got like two racks and a slammer. Bro, I would just throw a fucking handful of pogs at people and be like, yeah, fucking do my math homework, bitch. And I would throw a handful of fucking pogs in some lady's face. Damn, dude. Smack her with the pogs. Dude, fucking eat these fucking pogs, bitch. I would say that all the time because I was fucking balling with my under minimum wage child labor job that these fucking Democrats want to take away from me. Didn't you, didn't you send a thing that was like, Showing how sad the kids were without labor. No, no, no. Sarah, oh, yes. Can you find sandwich. that? Yeah, I'll find. Dude, that. there is actually a photo where some, where like there's two adults like clapping. Yeah, it's like Sarah Huckabee Sanders and like uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Like, yay! And then these kids are like, "Fuck, we got to get jobs." They made us wear suits, and now we got to get jobs. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is it. This fucking troll of a woman. Look at that scared yeah, child. Yeah. Look. look. Look None of one, all of these kids are like, all these adults are like, yes, yes, <laughs> free labor, <laughs> excellent. And all of these kids are like, but I don't, I don't want a job. This girl looks. Look at this. Like she's at a funeral. First of all, that girl, uh, 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 looks like a boy who hates their job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls shouldn't hate their jobs until they're in their twenties. This guy looks like Vernon Dursley. Yes, he he looks like Hoggish Greedley from Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, those two on the right are a, 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 a Mormon that rings bells and a fucking lobbyist, respectively. <laughs> I don't know what these kids on the left side do, but this is... Blonde, not bad. Yeah, but she also Cage seems... Cage Van Zandt in a couple of years. Yeah, 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 but she also seems very happy that these kids all now have to have jobs. Oh, yeah, she's pleased. She wants them out of the house. Also, it's weird that it's all little white kids. I mean, it is South Dakota. Oh, it's South Dakota. That's Something why there like is that. no little black kids yeah. or little Mexican kids, and that's why they need these little white kids to do these jobs. Because um, little Mexican kids would just do it. Arkansas, sorry. little white kids. You see little white kids working, you go, "So something's wrong here." <laughs> Nobody has ever called the labor department when they see a fucking twelve-year-old Mexican busboy. Never. It's never happened. That's how fuck. This was never an issue. It's also a funny thing. Was like a. Uh, there was what's funny is all these like Republican states that are like overly nanny state in a lot of places. They're the ones... Do you know what Lemonade Gate was? We started this talking about your kid maybe having a lemonade stand in a few years. Uh-uh. So Lemonade Gate was this thing. Uh, it was during Obama. 
And it was, you know it was during Obama because it was before the Karen thing. So there were some girls who got in trouble for selling waters outside of their building in New York. And they were like, this would never happen to white kids. And I remember like getting into an argument with a bunch of black guys I'm friends with and being like, do you not know what Lemonade Gate is? Because there was all these like fucking places where the health department was showing up to shut down Lemonade stands. And it was always in red states. It was always in like Republican suburbs in red states. For years. It was really like little white kids. There was a kid on Shark Tank who had his cookie business shut down. And that's why he was on Shark Tank. Or maybe it was the fucking, The Prophet. It was one of those two shows. Um, and like he was just like, I'm just selling cookies. And then they came and then somebody tattled on us the home, to the homeowners association who called the health department who shut down this little girl's fucking cookie business. And so like... Um, it became it's it's a, it's a it's a widespread massive fucking problem. I look. I think I post. So somebody was posted. This was posted on Reddit, and somebody was just like, "Yeah, they just want to take advantage of kids and make them do this work that adults refuse to do." And I said what I just said to you. I go, "Hey, like I don't know, man. When I was a kid, I like had an after school job where I was making below, like I was making forty percent below the minimum wage, and like it helped me buy some school supplies. Like, you know, what I mean? like my grandmother would be like." My grandmother was fine. We were on a fixed income. I was living with my grandmother who was on Social Security. And, like, she'd also be old and forgetful and, like, not get me things I needed. But then also not give me money. Because it was, like, or, or like, just even, like, if I didn't get a haircut the first week of the month, she'd be like, there's no money. Your hair is shaggy. Having, not having a haircut? I lived around Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. If you don't have a fucking haircut every week or two and you live around mostly Puerto Ricans, your life is awful. Like, it's just a fact. That is not racist, or just Hispanic people in general. If you do not get a regular haircut, you, it just doesn't work. If they find out that the barber uses scissors on your hair even a little bit, they fucking laugh. It's crazy. They're like, they using scissors, bro? You gotta get that machine. I'm like, dude, enough. You need the buzz buzz. Yeah, they gotta pull out that razor. I'm like, well, look, we're getting to high school soon. People are going to be pulling out razors on me all the time. Look, I feel like I'm venturing off. But kids need, I think kids should have jobs. No? I mean, they should have something. Yeah, jobs. No, I mean, like, here's the thing. If you're super... Or, like, chores around the house, something. No, I mean, like, uh, if you're, like, a prodigy basketball player, right? And it's like you got practice every day in AAU, then, you know, go do that. And also sell a little crack. Sure. How else are you going to make money? They don't let these NCAA athletes make money still. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They just changed it. Ju just? Like this What year. about these high school athletes, though? NIL. Yeah, you can get it as a high school person. Good. The UFC is What is NIL? NIL is like national... Uh... Nil. That's how much they pay these motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, name, image, and likeness rights. So, like, the UFC... For video games and such. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. But so you I... can just pay someone... Or if you want to use them for, like, advertising. But whatever. Those kids have... If you're playing basketball or whatever... Even those kids need jobs. I knew kids who were on the fucking basketball team who were good, who fucking... Some of them sold drugs, and I knew some guys who fucking had fucking jobs. I knew guys on the football team who gave out flyers in front of fucking eyeglass stores when, when I was a kid. There's also a thing, though, where it's like you could convince a small business to, to invest, like, you know, a grand into a kid. 
I don't like the way this is going. No, no, no. I'm saying like, you know, you go to like Tony's Pizza, right? And you're like, look, I got this kid. He's playing AAU basketball. He's pro like he's first thing Tony says, what color is he? <laughs> and a- if you say white, that's the only time that's wrong. <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, he's a top. He's going to be a top 15 recruit in college. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys can put him on your pizza boxes. And when he's in the NBA, you'll have those pizza boxes. Yeah, you'll be able to set. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like you I can- mean, that sounds like a business that you should start. <laughs> That is a great Mike. That is the most Mike Harrington business I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> just fucking just you going into pizza athletes. places, ordering a slice. I mean, like, hey, so I got this kid. He can run. He can run faster than anybody I ever seen at that age. How old is he? He's like six. That's why it's gonna be real cheap to get him on your pizza box. If you want like a fourteen-year-old. It's going to be a little bit more. Give me a little fucking little more scuttle. They're like, we only sell that on Tuesdays. And you're like, just give me the money. <laughs> Tell you, there's something there. All right, yeah. But like you said, kids need something. They need a hobby. They need to be in a fucking boxing gym. A job is good for children, though, I think. Yeah, for sure. Although I did know people who cut class and then just went to work extra hours at their after-school job. All the time. And- I knew people who would like lie to their employer... But that's more their parents' fault. And honestly, the fuck do I care? As an employer? As a as a parent. Like, legitimately, if you think about it, right? As long as my kid is passing high school. What the fuck do I care? Yeah, as long as they're... Exactly. Like, they should... I mean, look, if the kid wants to work... I mean, whatever. There's um, our buddy who's probably listening to this, Max. Um, he... Uh, his His oldest son... Has a good job. He's in high school, and he he's like, yeah. I mean, this is probably. I'm, he's like, I'm gonna graduate high school, but this is probably the field I'm gonna be in. I'm making good money, and I kind of want to. He's like, I wish I could work more. I mean, he's only 16. Maybe when he's 18, he'll change his mind, or maybe he'll decide to go to college partially. But he's like working weekends in a trade, like not the worst thing. Yeah, like that's like I know a couple guys who did that, where like they did that right out of high school, and then like bought couple investment properties, still living at home, working the trades. And it's like, before you know it, they, they, by the time they move out, they're a journeyman. And, it's like, and they I, own multiple rental properties. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think that guy's That's, doing, those are rich people. That guy's, yeah, yeah. That guy's doing so much better than so than his many alcoholic father. I know than his alcoholic father. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you saw the way his daughter turned out. <laughs> oh, really? You'd be an alcoholic too. All right. <laughs> she got a job early, too. She got a job. She was giving jobs early. That's the actual problem. She was certainly giving jobs early. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I got to buy a rental property so I uh, <laughs> send my sister to rehab. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think, I, I look, I just don't, dude, I posted this on Reddit. I go, yeah, I had it. It got like 80 fucking downvotes. And then somebody was like, so because somebody took advantage of you because you couldn't afford things? I go, I go, the guy I worked for wasn't like, that's another thing. Is like, was the guy who owned the curtain store you worked at a piece of shit? No. The guy I worked for was like made a meager living. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, he wasn't like rich. He lived in his parents' house and took care of his elderly parents with the money he made as a florist. Also, probably normalized me not being a homophobe because he was definitely gay. That does sound like the ideal life. Yeah. Honestly, you got company. 
Fucking, your mom's too senile to be ashamed of how gay you are. Exactly. Here's the thing, though. It's like he gave a lot of kids their first job, and he could have done 90. Yeah, I bet he did. No, look. He kept he kept <laughs> us all from being altar boys. He saved us. <laughs> a lot of the kids who worked in that flower shop would have ended up at that church. Where who got God knows what would have happened. God does know. God's the only one who knows. <laughs> He's got the security camera footage. It's his house. Um <laughs> But what I'm saying is is like, you know, he could have done most of the work in that shop himself, except for a couple of deliveries. That he could have just like closed for 15 minutes and just gone and done and come back. Like it's not like he had that much foot traffic. It was all call in orders. Like once cell phones came out, he didn't have to keep employing people, but he was like, that's a nice thing to do. Like he didn't have any kids. Like it's like, it was a nice thing to do for the fucking kids in the neighborhood. Like it was like, and every, that was a lot of people's first fucking place to work. Notice how I avoided saying jobs again. Moving on. All right, so the last thing we're going to talk about today is uh, Bill Maher's an asshole. And I'm fucking sick of this. There's this conversation that's going on about national divorce in this country, right? You've heard this, right, Mike? Uh, yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene was talking about it. I mean, idiot. Uh, but she's not the only person okay. talking about this. This has been going on for a while. I've heard Democrats talk about it. I've heard Republicans talk about it. Uh, they're saying that the bipartisanship in this country is so large we have to be two countries. Um now, a lot of people are pushing back on that, and there's this whole thing. Uh, the whole thing is a let, – let's watch Bill Maher's point. I sent you a timestamp. We're going to watch about a minute of this. This is from last week's Real Time. Uh, we'll watch this, and then we'll talk about this a bit. Please hit play. And what about your own state of Georgia, which has a Republican governor and two Democratic senators? What are you going to do with the two and a half million Georgia residents who voted for the Democrats? Put them Kill them. To Martha's Vineyard. Oh. <laughs> Solid joke. What about the 43 percent of Republicans level. who were for gay marriage? Does that make them rhinos, Republican in name only? And do rhinos get to live with they're you trans, in They're trans. They're gynos. <laughs> Or so do dumb. they all have to report, deport to Oklahoma? <laughs> what about the 11% of conservatives who want strong borders but think the wall is stupid? Oh, that's true. What about the 12% of Bernie voters who listed their second choice as Trump? Sounds like this new red state country is going to have to itself split into two, or maybe more, since there are many Republicans who want to legalize pot. What I call the good ones. Hold on, we'll, let's go for one, let it go for one more second. And same on the blue side. I assume abortion won't just be legal in Newsomland, but encouraged. <laughs> but what about the 25% of Democrats who oppose abortions? What I call the bad ones. Pause it. <laughs> now, I stopped it there just because I thought that was a bad joke and people laughed at it and it annoyed me. But... Let's talk about this. He's like, we're going to need a bunch of other states, not just two countries. It's almost like we're going to need 50 of them. And we'll call them states. And then, because they're states, they'll do things a little differently than each other. But then we'll all come together to, say, like build one highway system, uh, probably on national defense, and then just on what rights people should you know, required to have in the place. Maybe have, like, 
open trade borders. You know, kind of like the European Union. It's almost like they stole that idea from us. You know what I mean? It's almost like maybe we can just do that, you fucking idiot. The fact that somebody would say that, keep playing this. Watch what he says in a second. Or the 28% who have a gun. Seems like we're going to need a lot more new countries than just the two. Or we could just stick with the one. Again. Or the 50 that we have. Why is Yang clapping? What a fucking sellout, dude. Dude, Yang, yeah, we'll get to that. Disagree on everything except for one thing. You have to want to stay in the marriage. You can't call yourself a patriot of the United States and not be for the whole united part. So this Pause it. <laughs> the union is supposed to be about finance, much like marriage was when they formed this union. You understand? Marriage back then, 200 years ago, and every time before 1900 was about fucking convenience. Nobody got married for love. This isn't Titanic. It's fucking ridiculous. And even in that, she wasn't getting married for love. She was cheating for love. That's how it's supposed to be. That's what vacation is. <laughs> you go to a better place to cheat on your country. Speaking of which, I'll throw this out there. I've been to many places in this country since I started doing comedy that I never thought I would be. I've been to Bonacqua, Tennessee twice. I met some nice people there. We are not very similar. That place is different than this place where I am from. I like the people I have met down there. I very much appreciate them. However, you know who I have more in common with? The fine people of Tokyo. You know why? It's a lot like this place I live. It does not matter. This is fucking stupid. He's dumb. Anybody who talks about a national divorce and it's two countries is a fucking idiot. We have 50 states. 50 cultures. People from Oklahoma don't like people from Texas. <laughs> if you could tell me the fucking difference between somebody from Oklahoma and somebody from fucking Texas, I will give you $100. And it can't just be what college football team they root for. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know. What the fuck is the difference between Nebraska and fucking Montana? I don't know. I think there's more mountains in fucking Montana, but then how is that different than Wyoming? I don't fucking know, Mike. I'm sure all those places are beautiful. I'm sure there's nice people in them. I would like to have open trade borders with them and a unified national defense. However, I don't think the fine people of Wyoming should be telling me when I can buy beer. What's, the, what's last call in Cheyenne, Wyoming? <laughs> Something tells me it ain't 4 a.m. Something tells me I can't buy a fucking 40-ounce of Colt 45 at 3.30 in the fucking morning at a fucking convenience store either. Because there's no convenience in Wyoming. It's Wyoming. Nothing is convenient. Drive for three hours and fucking kill yourself. You're in Wyoming. I am so much better at late night television than Bill Maher. Oh. Uh. Ooh. Liquor of all beverages can be sold from 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. on Sundays in Cheyenne. We're going to Cheyenne, Wyoming! <laughs> Moving on. We have neglected talking about how Andrew Yang's a cuck. I said I was going to end the show, but can we talk about how Andrew Yang's a cuck? Yeah, dude. I'm here for it. Dude, this motherfucker just wants to bail out banks. 
dude, everybody wants to. Have you seen some of the stuff that they're talking about with these bank bailouts? Well, I mean, Yang wants to give everybody money from the Fed. Yeah, but he wants to literally bail out his boy. You know, he's a tech bro. A bunch of tech bros are about to get fucked, and now all of a sudden he's for bank bailouts? It's crazy. And everybody's like, this isn't a bailout. It's different than the last bailout. I'm like, I don't know. It sounds the same. It sounds like you're giving a bunch of... sounds like you're keeping a business in business that should have to close. And we talked a little bit on the show last week, the HSBC thing, in the middle of the night, right? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, maybe we forgot oh, to. Oh, in England? Yeah, in England. We talked yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. right? Um, so it's kind of fucking crazy that this guy wants to do it's it's to me it's just completely wild and fucking inappropriate to even suggest uh uh bailing out banks of any kind it's it's it was immoral in 2008 it's immoral now i don't care that in 2008 george bush was the president and currently joe biden's the president it's fucking immoral and did you see what janet yellen said and the fed said like in their memos essentially they get to decide the proper size of a bank to then give these protections to. They basically said, if you are a big bank, we are going to protect you. Wow. And they get to decide that. So the small, there's an association of small banks, community banks, and they're now suing the federal government. Because you're basically saying that our competitors can make wild investments, which have higher reward. Essentially, what they're saying is, uh, 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 all of our gains are capitalism. All of our losses are socialism. Which is fucked. You're supposed to be a money manager. Manage your fucking money. Like, it's fucking... And they're basically, basically what they're saying is, because of the inflation rate, which is also caused by the Fed that's now doing this thing, that is also fucking wildly immoral, uh, because of inflation, uh, uh, treasury bills have, have, not, have gone down, down in value. And that's where you're supposed to keep a lot of your money. They're secure. You're supposed to keep a lot of your. You're supposed to keep a certain amount of your money there, so that there's not. If there's a run on the bank, you have your money there, and you can kind of take it out of there. But since they're down, it's this. But it's like, well, it sh- that shouldn't be your only line of protection. You're fucking a bank. I have never had my checkbook fucking be overdrawn. I lost so much money in crypto last year. By the way, crypto is up right now. Just way up. Way. It's crazy. Crypto is fucking through the roof. Not really. Still. Crypto is up, baby. Nah, it's booming, dude. It's the third wave. Third it's wave's It's coming. It's coming. You get back in the doge? I'm I'm back in and everything. Let's go, Let's go. Um, fucking no, but it's just fucking crazy. Now they're just saying. So now I I was kind of I kind of said this a little bit last week, but it's just like more and more evidence. These small banks are just going to sell themselves to larger banks. Who wins in the end of this is J.P. Morgan. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, those are the guys, those large banking institutions that we all supposedly hate, like the largest ones, not a Silicon Valley bank, which is a mid-sized bank. That was another thing. People were like going, well, how can we let the 16th largest bank in the country fail? I was like, there's 16 banks? That was my first fucking thought. There's 16 banks? Dude, there's like 4,000 banks. Yeah. They're all fucking Chaser Wells Fargo, and they're all within 10 blocks of the studio. I get it, Mike. Like, there's... How many fucking different banks are there in the country? There's Chase, Bank of America, and that's it. Um, no, Wells Fargo's in there. TD, but that's a Canadian bank. It's. It, I looked at a thing. It was like a flowchart that had like 
Uh, essentially, it's four major banks own. And that's the thing. They own a lot of the smaller banks. Yeah, they own. So now they're just going to own even more of the smaller banks, and you're not even going to know you're doing business with them. Yeah. It's fucked. Like, it's just further enriching the richest fucking people in the fucking world. And it, it was like, again, as I said. And now Yang is like, yeah, let's do that. That's smart. Yang is super into that. That's how you think forward, by going backward to 2008 and doing it again. Unsurprisingly, I will be opening for Dave Smith. This weekend in Providence, Rhode Island, all weekend. Come out. I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be featuring on Friday and Saturday. We're doing a live podcast with Robbie Bernstein on Sunday. Come to the Comedy Connection. Is it, it's the Comedy Connection, right? Yeah, I believe so. Comedy Connection in Providence, Rhode Island this weekend. Mike, you got anything to plug? No, man. I'm you good. guys doing a fight watch along this weekend? Uh, I believe we are. Yeah. What's the fight this weekend? Uh, Cheeto versus Sanhagen. Ooh, what time is that? Fight. Um, it's like in the afternoon. By the way, did you not have a good time on Saturday? I did have a good time. Why? People in the chat were like, "Man, Chris is Chris is seeming down. He doesn't seem like his normal self." Yeah, Seems because like it was this. still St. Patrick's Day outside. Yeah, it upset you that much. Look, man, I hate an amateur hour drinking holiday in my age. It's true. But I seemed down. I was having a good time. They are appropriating your culture. Look, dude, I'm not the only one. I, I mean, I picked up on it a little bit. I, in the back of my mind, I was like, nah, dude, that's just Chris. He's just he's just thinking yeah, of if, the next joke. In the daytime, I'm ornery. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a nighttime kind of motherfucker. But some people were commenting on it being like, man, Chris looks like he was kidnapped and forced to do this. That's untrue. <laughs> I was happy to be here. Uh, I did make you give me a spot to do it. Are, mean, we not, are we talking about that? Yeah, you were due. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can talk about it. All right, go see a show at 7th Street Comedy Club. Yeah, dude. It's two blocks from where I'm sitting. I'm back in the... It's uh, the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Back in the quarter million of a, a million dollar a year uh, comedy club booking business, you you are booking a club two bucks. I feel like did I ever tell you like my dad's life of convenience that like how much better my dad's life was when my mom threw him out? No, no. have I never talked? We'll talk about this at length at another point. But there was a point where I don't think my dad left one square block for like two years because my mom threw him out and he was living in the hourly rate hooker motel behind his restaurant. Oh. Right behind the door to the kitchen, so he would get a knock on the window, and the pantry guy would hand him his coffee and a sandwich every day at, like, noon. And then his illegal card game was also in that motel. Damn. And he lived there for, like, two years. That was probably the best two years of his life. I think the only time he left that block was to take me to the movies. Could you, all right, could you think of a better two-year stretch of your life? I mean, I might need a dartboard, but other than that... Bro, that's what you have. Why are you going to have an illegal poker game if you're not going to have a dartboard set up there? They were really into the poker aspect of it. Okay, that's fine. I'm just saying, if you're really into the poker aspect, mm -hmm. you're going to have guys who are there all night who are going to be taking a beating. They're going to take a lick. They're going to sit down and want to smoke a cigarette. Instead sure. of getting these guys to leave... Come play me in a game of darts. Put 20 bucks on it. Yeah, Win some like, of your the money executive, back. Well, I remember I used to sell, I started selling weed to all the guys at the OTB and Sheepshead because I was walking up the block and they were all pitching quarters against the wall. That's how I learned how to do that. Beat them all at that. And then they were smoking the worst weed I ever smelled. And I go, hey, I have good weed. And they were like, what? And I showed it to them. And they were like, what the fuck is it? Like they had never seen weed with crystals on it. <laughs> they, they were still smoking tie sticks and shit. <laughs> 
And I was like, that just became a fucking whole new stream of income for me. That's a fucking, that's a new job as a, te- that's a new teenage job. Yeah, yeah, that was my, uh, th- that was my third job. That was your caddying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was my caddying. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Selling good weed to a bunch of OTB regulars was my caddying. All right, well, that's the show. Uh, uh, you know, if you want to uh, leave us a review and a rating on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read the review on the show. And if you want to just talk to us about anything, email askthegoon at gmail.com. That's askthegoon at gmail.com. All right, good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me. I tell you, I tell you